supercharge your business, the podcast that supports you to grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm Nicole Louise Weinart, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you pitfalls, challenges and growth tips, as well as actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Let's dive straight in. What to do when you want to quit your business? Honestly, how many times do you feel this a week? How many times do you feel this a month? This is really common, okay? So first of all, this episode is here to normalize this for you because transparently, I feel like this very often too. There are so many things that you have to juggle when you run a business. You wear all of the hats, you do all of the things. How many things are actually on your to-do list? Like I have lists and lists and lists of stuff that I wanna do, creative ideas, things that I wanna do, things I need to catch up on, things that I wanna change updating my website updating my instagram highlights like all of that as well as delivering to clients and thinking about okay i need to look at my numbers again i need to be looking at my marketing i need to be assessing these things i need to meet with my va i need to talk to my mentor about that like all of the things that we need to do there is so much when it comes to running a business and i want you to remember that when you are in an organization there is a hierarchy there are people layer upon layer that exists to be able to support an entire operation of a business. I used to work behind the back end ops of HSBC and head office, and there was a finance department, there was a HR department, there was a client experience department, there was marketing, there was finance, there was all of the teams that were needed to make these things work, as well as for <laughs> accounts payable, tech and support, like all of these things. But when you're running your own business, you're doing all of the bloody things. And it is hard and it can feel overwhelming. And I get that and I hear you and I feel it. And it's one of the reasons actually that lots of businesses fail because even though a lot of people are really good at delivering to their clients the other things that are needed to operationalize a business and to make income and to make profit are the things that can feel hard now can you learn how to do this absolutely i am shit at quick maths i say this to my clients all of the time but i use calculators and spreadsheets so there are hacks and ways around being able to lean into your strength and then getting support in the other places that you need And also, most of the time, let's acknowledge that we like being told what to do. It's why if you look at marketing, stronger call to actions are the things that work when it comes to people booking a call with you, to commenting on your post, to sharing your post, to doing whatever the things are, replying to your email that we want them to do. But when you start a business, you start a business to make the rules, right? So many people start a business to make the rules. I definitely did. And I don't know about you. But then when you have to make all of these decisions, it can be really paralyzing and overwhelming because there are a lot of decisions that you need to make all of the time. I started my first business in 2018, which was an outsourcing business. And I grew that really quickly within six months to have an associate model because I was fully booked. So I wasn't just trading my time for money. It's one of the things that I help my clients to do now in terms of associates and also growing teams. And then and then looking at my second business, when that was running alongside my first business, I closed the first business down in 2020. And I went full time with my mentoring and coaching. Now, To acknowledge in the last five years, I would say that every single month before I get my period, I want to quit everything. I would also like to acknowledge that with my ADHD, which I've noticed obviously in the last eight months of having more awareness of this is what's going on for me. If it's too busy and I'm too social, if there are things that are happening where it feels out of control, if I'm not filling my cup up and allowing myself to do things that feed my brain dopamine, I want to retreat. I want to turn inwards. I want to hide. I don't want to show up. I don't want to do the things that I need to push myself to do. And also, 
wanted to acknowledge. This is what happens with your brain, right? Your brain wants to keep you safe. We, we, we need to survive. That's what we are here to do on the planet is survive. And if we're doing things that make us feel like we're constantly at threat, where we're doing too many social things, for example, or we're putting out when we're filling up our diary and we have no space for self-care, this could be really hard. So what I want you to do is just have a think as I'm talking here about noticing your own patterns. So I know those patterns for me because I've gone there and I and I and I pull that out of myself and and I and my my coach helps me with this as well. But notice your patterns. And this episode, as I said, is very much about normalizing this because actually when you're wanting to quit, when you feel like, oh my God, I think it'd be easier for me to just go and get a job and have that consistent income, I want you to remember, yes, there is security in that in some way to know what's coming in every month. But at any point you could be made redundant, you could lose your job, the company could fold, like all of those things. Whereas when you have your own business, this is a a societal, this is a societal problem actually, in that understanding that when you have your own business, you get to choose how you generate that revenue. It's not about asking for permission. It's not about waiting for somebody to tell you whether you are good enough to have a pay rise so you can apply for a mortgage. If you really want to be able to do that and move house and do all the things that you want to do or go on a holiday, you can put more stuff out there, increase your prices, create new offers, do these things that are going to help that to happen. And you have all of this control you can make all of those decisions and you can make all of those changes, which at the same time, let's acknowledge, is sometimes a thing that can feel overwhelming. You want the freedom, but actually we need the structure to be able to give you the control to be able to make it feel like it's not hard. So let's dig into a couple of things that are going to help you to really think about, okay, what's going on here when I feel like I want to quit, when I feel like I'd rather go and get a job in Tesco or whatever else it is that you'd want to do and think, okay, number one, why are you doing this? Why is this really important. Why did you set your business up in the first place? For me, I always wanted to have a big impact with the work I do. It's why I studied for my psychology degree. It's why I wanted to help more people. I actually wanted to do my doctorate eventually, but I got a bit lazy and it took too long. I took seven years to study with the Open University while I was working full time. A bit crazy, probably. Yes, I know. But I wanted to have that big impact. And I remember one of my my bosses saying to me at the time when when I was working for him at the bank, and he said, you couldn't be a counsellor, Nicole, with what you want to do because you're too opinionated, which is so true. But as a mentor, I'm now able to share my opinions with clients. I'm able to share the things that would work practical strategies based on my own mistakes about the things that I've seen go wrong for other people as well and share those with you so you don't have to make the costly mistakes, which you can't do if you're in that kind of position, which is what I wanted to do when I was when I was in banking, when I was studying for my psychology degree. But come back to why you're doing this. Why is this important to you? I want to have a big impact. And if you do too, I'm sure we'll get on very well. The second thing is around taking a break. So if it feels like it's too much, one of the things that we can do, especially if you're a fixer or a solution finder like I am, and your brain's trying to look for with your ADHD, your brain's trying to look for the solution. We can't deal with not knowing the answer. It can feel really hard to walk away. So it can feel really hard when you've identified that there's an issue. For example, you're not going to hit your income target. For example, your marketing doesn't feel like it's working. You're not making the sales. A client's complained, like something that's happened. It can be really hard to take a break, even if you're sitting down to work out your strategy and to work out your plans for the next six months. And you're like, I don't know where to start. It can be really hard to walk away because you're like, I know this is a thing and I want to do it now. However, staying in that energy, in that space, that physical physical space where you've had those thoughts and those feelings is not going to help you most of the time. So get up, move your body, drink a glass of water, get some fresh air, go outside, take a break from what you are trying to solve, the thing that's going on that's making you feel like it's all too much, and then come back to it. And this may be for a couple of minutes, it may be for an hour, it could be for a day, it could be for the rest of this week, whenever you're listening to this episode. But think about, okay, in that time, what's working here and what isn't? What do I need to take responsibility for? 
and what else can I do in terms of, of, of supporting this problem and helping to solve things, right? So for example, for me, I need to take responsibility. In the last couple of months, I definitely haven't been as visible as I usually am. And actually, when I look at the impact of that in terms of my growth, I know when that's going to have a knock-on effect. But if I can look at this strategically and think, okay, what can I do with my solution head-on rather than my problem head-on and staying in that kind of victim, poor me, oh my gosh, everything's over. As opposed to that being like, okay, if I empower myself here, what options do I have? What other solutions could there be? But first of all, taking a break, stepping away. One of the things that works really well for me is to brain dump all of the things that are in my head and then to walk away and then to come back and look at the list with a pair of fresh eyes and think, okay, what else can I do here? What's important? Because I know it can feel hard. I go there too. So the first thing there was about why you're doing this. The second thing was about taking a break. If you feel like you want to quit, and it all feels too much, take a break, step away for a bit, give yourself some perspective, have some conversations with people who get it as well. The third thing is about making a plan. So in the episode one of the podcast, I was talking about setting realistic goals. This is really, really key. So we can often feel like we're failing because we're not hitting the goals that we set. A lot of people have like goal trauma around that. One of my old clients used to call call this goal trauma in terms of being like, okay, but I've set goals and I'm never achieving them. So what's going on here? Now, if you're drawn in by any of the shiny marketing that promises you 5k a month, 10k a month in 20 hours a week or four hours four hours a week or whatever that is and you're like yeah of course that's attractive of course that's what I want if right now you're at zero and you want to scout that five or 10k months in the next two months this isn't going to be realistic and I'm always really honest with my clients about this when they sign up to work with me and I say to them in our calls and I'm like okay the first call before they've signed up and I'm like right so so what are your goals what do you want to achieve in the next six months and they're like right I want to I want to earn 10k a month I want that six-figure business I'm like okay in the next six months your goal is to have this six-figure business where are you at now and they're like well it's kind of inconsistent up and down it's about 500 pounds a month it's a thousand pounds a month and I'm like okay number one you're not going to be ready for my masterminds yet but number two we need to be thinking about what is the goal is the Oh, actually realistic being able to earn six figures in the next six months absolutely not and it's about being realistic and not feeling shame for the goals that you haven't achieved that were unrealistic in the first place the thing to do is to notice and to come back to okay if I want to quit here am I wanting to quit the whole thing or do I need to reset do I need to come back to what's a realistic goal for me now and in the future so I can build on this consistently also you probably don't want to scale and grow your business that quickly because your systems wouldn't be up to scratch your mindset would definitely need a lot of revamping and the time that you're putting in to make that happen is going to be quite laborious so we need to be thinking about okay if right now you're at zero and you want to scale to a 5k month maybe you do want to look at other opportunities other possibilities other solutions to support you with some consistency for example with a part-time role or something else that you're doing or maybe you want to take on some associate work with your business if you're a copywriter is there a copywriter you know who's really busy and maybe they need some support with their clients is that if you're a CV writer? Is there somebody that you know who has a really successful CV writing business and may need some support? If they're a coach, if you're a mentor, like whatever it is that you do, there will also always be people who are looking to grow their businesses, just like I did with my first business that I started in 2018 around associate models. So I was running an outsourcing business and I, it was as an OBM and I had VAs that worked for me to help support my clients. So thinking about, could you do that? Could you apply to be an associate in some other places as well? So actually, you know, you can reach your goals, but maybe in a different way until you're ready to implement and execute on that business model that you've been that you've been searching for and as I said every single month I want to burn it to the ground like I do feel like this around my cycle I do feel like this as well with as I said with neurodiversity and my ADHD but also I want you to acknowledge how you do you really want to burn everything to the ground that you've worked so bloody hard for all of the time and effort
effort and energy you've put into creating this and to making it work and actually thinking, okay, instead of being like, I need to get a trophy for doing all of this myself and it feeling hard and it were, and it being hard, you're ready to change that. You don't want it to feel hard. You don't want to do this alone and there's no trophy for burning out. So actually find spaces that you can ask for support. So you can ask for the help that you need without judgment, without shame, but also to go to that with a solution-based mindset. So we're not going into this as a victim, as I said before, we're going into this from an empowerment perspective. And we're like, okay, we're going to move out of this drama triangle and we're going to move into what we need, asking for support and then being able to implement that. Shameless plug, this is something I look at with you inside my masterminds and on my mastermind retreat. I'm running a mastermind retreat in November and in June, we have some super early bird offers available. So book in the show notes if you want to talk about joining and let's have a chat. So to recap there, the three things that we talked about in terms of what to do when it all feels too much and you want to quit your business, figure out why you're doing this, come back to your why, take a break, walk away and then reassess those goals. And number three is to make a plan, right? To make a plan so you can get there maybe in a different way to what you thought. And remember, change the plan but never the goal. Thanks for listening to the Supercharge Your Business podcast. Before I go, show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving me a review and hitting subscribe. And to connect with me, search Nicole Louise online over on socials. Bye for now.